asking someone for something can feel uncomfortable. We feel like we're imposing on them or encumbering them in some way. These uncomfortable feelings apply to strangers, colleagues, and friends alike. In fact, sometimes with the people to whom you are the closest, the feelings can be even more acute. Whatever the case, at the end of the day, no one wants to come across as demanding, pushy, or aggressive. So today, we're going to discuss how to ask for things you want in a polite, non-aggressive way. What is up, Explorners? Mary Daphne here of Explorning.co, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you care about. Now, before I jump in, I encourage you to check out our comprehensive small talk guide. Just click the link in the description box below to get the free downloadable delivered straight to your inbox. All right, so let's now talk about making requests. And we're gonna start with an example of what not to say. For example, we're moving to a new city. Please let me know of any moving companies you recommend. Now, in theory, this request is polite because it starts with please, right? But in practice, it comes off as a bit demanding because it doesn't give the recipient any flexibility. It's essentially saying, you must do what I ask. And it implies that they should know moving companies, which they may not. They'll feel obligated to help you, and if they're not able to be helpful, they'll feel badly about that. So what's a better way to ask someone for something? Well, I have a magic trick for you. Are you ready? Phrase your requests as hypotheticals. So let's revisit the example I just gave using the hypothetical phrasing. We're moving to a new city. If you happen to know any moving companies, I'd be grateful for any suggestions. So as you can see, this time around, the request is no longer a demand. Instead, the request is presented merely as a possibility. We aren't assuming that the recipient knows moving companies, right? We're simply letting them know that, should they be aware of any options, we'd appreciate their input. So the key operating phrase here is, if you happen to. Moreover, we reinforce this hypothetical sentiment by closing with, I'd be grateful for any suggestions, which is much less demanding than saying, please let me know. I'd be grateful for is not a request. It's really just an FYI that you're on the lookout for some suggestions. When it's phrased in this way, the recipient will eagerly present their ideas if they have any, and they won't feel guilty if they don't. So now let's look at a few more examples. Instead of saying, please bring some smoked salmon for our brunch, say, if you happen to swing by a deli on your way over here, would you mind picking up some smoked salmon? Once again, this hypothetical phrasing is much less demanding and gives the recipient an easy out if they need it. All right, let's look at one more. Instead of saying, can I borrow your yoga mat? Say, if you happen to have a spare yoga mat, would you mind if I borrowed it? So same deal here. Your request is no longer a demand. It's simply letting them know that you're in the market for a yoga mat if they happen to have an extra one. So there is the secret to making non-pushy, non-demanding requests. 
phrase your requests as hypotheticals. That way the recipient doesn't feel obligated to do anything that they don't want to do. You know, most of the time they'll be eager to help you. And since it was phrased so politely, they'll even go the extra mile for you. And as you probably noticed, if you happen to is a great phrase for doing just that. But there are other excellent options like, would you mind if, or would it be possible to? Sure, this phrasing might be a touch wordy, but it almost universally achieves better results and also gives people a better impression of you. So it's well worth the extra effort. All right, so now that I've shared our thoughts, I would love to hear your own ideas for making a polite request. What other ways could you ask for things without seeming pushy? Share that with me and the Exploring community in the comments down below. And if you love this lesson, please be sure to let me know. You can give this video a thumbs up on YouTube. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of Explorers so that you never miss a lesson. And if you ring that bell, you'll get notified about our new lessons and live streams. Email this video to friends or coworkers who also want to supercharge their social skills. And while we're at it, feel free to also share it with your friends on social as well. And remember that the write-ups of these lessons are always available on our blog at exploring.co slash blog. With that, have an awesome week, Explorers. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'll see you next time for your next Exploring lesson. Happy exploring.